Hello, welcome to the Is It Just Me podcast. I am your host, Dr. Angie Inch. This podcast will entail truthful, transparent conversation about everyday life and the lessons learned. This podcast is open to everyone from teenagers to adults, although some topics may be rated R. Every discussion is based on living life and the lessons learned. Today's topic, we're going to discuss family versus relatives. What do you consider family? What do you consider a relative? Do you consider your family, everybody that you're related to, or do you differentiate between a family and a relative? Why is it so hard to get that old school, close-knit family bond like we saw growing up? But before I start, I always state this disclaimer. I am not an expert and everything discussed is the independent opinion and reality of myself. I wanted to discuss the topic of family because for those of you that know me, I did not grow up with my blood family. I grew up in foster care and living with a couple of different relatives. And life has taught me that just because someone is related to you doesn't make them family. So I honestly do not believe that because someone is related to you that they're considered family. And I'm going to explain my rationale and why I feel that way. And of course, it's based off of experience and going through things and life. But in order to understand the difference between relatives and family, we must define what defines a family. In my opinion, something that defines someone that I consider family is genuine love, loyalty, and respect. I'm going to touch on each one independently because everyone doesn't have the same definition of love, loyalty, and respect. So when everyone has their different definition of certain things, it tends to make having that close-knit family unit a bit harder because your definition of what loyalty is may not align with my definition of loyalty is and vice versa. So if we have different definitions of what something is, of course, we're going to run into problems because we're not on the same page and we're not aligned with what makes us family. What differentiates family from relatives to me is blood makes you related, but doesn't make you family. And I say that because people actions will definitely show that they don't really consider you family. What differentiates family from relatives is blood makes you related, but doesn't make you family. I define family as genuine love, loyalty, and respect. When I say genuine, I mean, there's nothing attached to the things that you're doing from someone. You're not looking for something in return to being loyal to that person, except probably loyalty. You're not looking for anything in return from genuinely loving somebody except for them to love you the same way, you know, to to give what you get. Respect. You're not looking for anything from that person except the same respect that you give is the same respect that you want to receive. This is what makes a family to me. And again, we all have family members who are, they're not family, again, to me, they're relatives because certain things just don't align. And that doesn't make it right and it doesn't make it wrong. They are who they are, you are who you are, and what you stand for doesn't align with what they stand for. 
it's a lot to unpack and there's probably so many different situations and things that we can divulge on how family really isn't family. But again, in a family dynamic and with your relatives, well, I'm going to say with my relatives, whether I grew up with them or not, because certain things happened in life and I felt like I didn't have a close bond with these individuals, I didn't consider them family. So I created my own family, which in turn were like friends that I made growing up. And all I expected from my friends was to treat me how I treat them. Now, as I've gotten older, I realized that that mantra is not the way to go because I'm treating you a certain type of way. So I in turn expect for you to treat me that way and you're not. And that leads to disappointment. So I in turn started treating people how they treat me. So I treat people accordingly. I'm the type of individual that you get what you give. And I'm always going to be genuine. However, if you're not a genuine person and I don't feel like you're for me, our definition of what it is to be genuine doesn't align, then I don't feel like there's room for you in my life. And that goes the same thing with relatives. At the end of the day, we're just related by blood. You and I don't have a relationship. We don't share the same mantra. Our loyalty, our love, our respect is not aligned. So therefore, you don't fit into what I consider my family. You're just related to me by blood. And something that I learned as an adult, and it's like we walk around and we, you know, as growing up, oh, that's my best friend. This is my best friend. This is my best friend. This is my favorite cousin. This is my this. But you never really realize that those individuals that you're considering your favorite cousin or your best friend only are around you for beneficial purposes. And then you realize or you see them for who they are when a certain situation arises. So you don't know that this person is going to turn their back on you or mistreat you or be two-faced until certain situations happen. And then it's like, well, you're not my favorite because my favorite wouldn't do that. And there are a lot of envious, jealous, toxic, unhealed people walking around pretending to be your friend. Some of them may even be related to you. But what I always say is with those individuals, it's okay to disconnect from them from your own peace. And when I say that, I say at the end of the day, just because we're related doesn't mean I have to deal with your bullshit. Just because we're related doesn't mean I have to deal with your disloyalty. Just because we're related doesn't mean I have to deal with your disrespect. Just because we're related doesn't mean I have to deal with your toxic way of loving because love doesn't hurt. And over the years, as as I've grown and, you know, I've went through certain life situations and things, I realized that if someone genuinely loves you, they're not going to continuously do things to hurt you. And whether it's a relative or not, we're just related by blood. Some individuals have this all for self mentality and it's like, well, I'm going to do what's best for me and I don't give a fuck about nobody else. And then it's like, that's cool if that's the way that you want to be, but I choose not to be that way. So there's no need for us to have a relationship or to consider us family because in a family dynamic, that doesn't happen. Growing up, there was like close-knit families and you would see big families together. Their business wasn't spread out in the street because again, they live by the, what goes on in here stays in here. Whatever happens in this household, it stays within this family and we deal with it as a family. It, it seems like that doesn't exist anymore, especially with this social media shit, 
because it's like so many individuals are running to social media to get people's opinions or add their input into situations that they know nothing about. With this new social media era and these young adults that are coming up, growing up in this era, social media has allowed a lot of individuals to run to social media, to vent to social media, to post family, you know, intimate things to social media because they're looking for enablers and individuals to agree with how they do things or a choice that they made because someone in their family probably didn't agree with something that they did or someone in their family, they had, you know, an internal beef or they're bickering and you might feel like, Everyone is on that individual side. So it's like, well, I'm going to run a social media because that, you know, you wrong. So that's people enabling you and not holding you accountable. And one of the things I noticed with a lot of young adults and the, a lot of families is that there isn't like the old school big mama. There isn't like the old school grandmother. There isn't like the old school matriarch of the family to hold it down and to hold you accountable and let you know, no, you're wrong. Nowadays, it seems like most families are enablers and they don't want to let these young adults or their kids know that they're wrong. And that's creating a lot of friction in these families. And it's hard to keep a close-knit family when you have toxic, enabling, no accountability people. You have no one to hold you accountable. And I'm big on accountability. And I say that because at the end of the day, if you have someone in your corner that's telling you all the time that you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, and they're never letting you know when you're wrong, you're creating a monster. Because at the end of the day, they're going to think that everything that they do is always right and nothing that they do is wrong. And I tell my children this, I'm your biggest advocate. And I'm going to be there to good, bad, or indifferent. However, right is right and wrong is wrong. If you're wrong, I'm going to let you know that you're wrong. If you're right, I'm going to stand behind you, 10 toes down, we're going to figure it out. A lot of families don't have that. A lot of families feel as if though they, because, oh, that's my kid. So, oh, well, I don't care. They, they right. You shouldn't have did X, Y, and Z, or you shouldn't have said X, Y, and Z. And it's now like, okay, but that's my niece and I'm chastising my niece. So because I'm chastising my niece, I can't chastise my niece because you're telling me that I'm wrong as their parent. That's the problem. There is no accountability being dished out. There used to be a time when you were in, you know, you had your family and you're, let's say it's you, your siblings, you know, your mother, the grandmother and everyone. You did something, your mother got after you for doing whatever it is that you weren't supposed to do. She told your grandmother, your grandmother got after you for doing what it is that you wasn't supposed to do. She told your aunt, your aunt got after you for doing what it is that you weren't supposed to do. So everyone was on the same page and disciplining you and letting you know that you were wrong. Nowadays, you have these families that you do something, your mom chastised you, you go to your aunt, your aunt feels some type of way towards your mother. So instead of letting you know like, oh, now your mom's is right, now your aunt is going to side with you, which is causing friction because it's like, now, or she felt like I wasn't wrong. And it's like, no, at the end of the day, right is right and wrong is wrong. Disrespect should not be tolerated from anyone. I don't give a damn who it is. How is it that you okay with someone's child disrespecting them because you mad at your sister or you're mad at your brother? So when you have those and those people, those two-faced people, they're going behind the back, one saying this, one saying that, which is those, those, those are those passive-aggressive individuals that when they're in your face, they're saying, 
oh yeah, I agree with you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But then when this individual comes and tell their side of the story from the family, they like, yeah, I get you. They agree with them and everything that they said to you goes out the window. Now it causes friction. There's no accountability being held. And a lot of families, quote unquote, relatives don't respect the family dynamic of what it is. At the end of the day, you got to give respect to get respect. You got to give love to get love. You have to give loyalty to get loyalty. And I always say, you can't expect me to be loyal to you, but every chance you get, I got to question your loyalty. It doesn't work that way. And when I say being family, being family to me is I never had to question your loyalty. I knew behind my back, you was going to hold it down. I knew in my face, you're going to let me know what it is. You're going to hold it down. I know that when I get up from this table, that your views of what we discuss is not going to change. You're going to stand firm on what we discussed and what was said. That's just what I consider my strong family unit. And no, I do not have a big family. I'm related to a lot of individuals, but they're not my family. They don't fit into my family structure of what I consider to be a family. And again, of course, in my family, we disagree. We have arguments. We may have disagreements that lead to some not so nice things being said. But at the end of the day, if there's no maliciousness, there's no envy, there's no jealousy, we can have that argument today. And tomorrow we back in a group chat like, hey, good morning, what's up? How y'all doing? You know, X, Y, and Z. Because we left it there and there wasn't any malicious intent. And again, you're not going to agree with everything that somebody does that's in your family dynamic. There's nothing wrong with having a disagreement. It becomes a problem when you have the disagreement, the disagreement is over, or you, or it's, it's, you feel like it's not over. So you continue to let it linger and then it turns into other things. Or you take the, the disagreement outward and you're letting other individuals know your side of the story, but you're not letting them know everything that transpired. And now it's other individuals giving their input on your side of the story, which sometimes everybody doesn't always tell the truth. Everybody, they're not always going to be honest about something that happened. They're not always going to be honest about the good and the bad things that they say. One thing that I always pride myself on is that if I said it, I'm going to stand on it, whether I'm right or wrong for saying it, because I have been known to say some very harsh things in the heat of the moment. I own it. Not to say that it was right, not to say that it was wrong, but I own it. There's a lot of individuals that they'll say some harsh things. And then when they're telling their part of what happened, they leave that out. Having other people formulate an opinion off of false narratives. We do know that false narratives are lies. You're lying. So that creates more issues in the family dynamic. And I know that as we all mature and as we all grow, everybody doesn't grow and mature at the same level and at the same rate. However, if you're the same person today that you were 10 years ago, you just wasted 10 years of your life. And I say that to say everybody that you're blood related to is not going to grow and mature at the same rate as you. And it's okay. But that does not mean that because you're related to somebody, you have to accept their bullshit. You don't have to accept anybody's bullshit. I always say that growth is learning to walk away from people and situations that threaten your sense of peace, self-respect, values, morals, or self-worth. It's okay to walk away from anyone who threatens the above, even if they're a relative. Because again, blood makes you related. 
But respecting me and what I stand for, being genuine and loyal makes you family. So it's okay for you to walk away from anybody that threatens your sense of peace. And I'm not saying just because you're at a stage in your life that you've grown, that you have to not deal with individuals that have grown. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is everyone grows and matures at their own level. So because this individual did not grow and mature and you've, you know, you've grown, you've learned, you know, you have a lot of lessons learned. It's like, okay, yeah, I could have did better. Or, you know what, maybe I shouldn't have said that. You self-reflect. So, you know, you see yourself growing and maturing into an individual and this person doesn't see any wrong in anything that they do. It's okay for you to walk away from them because at the end of the day, you have to do what's best for you. and your family. It's not just because we're blood related that we have to stay connected and intertwined. No, we do not. We're just related. We don't have to have these deep rooted relationships because we're related. If we're going to have a deep rooted relationship, it's going to be because I respect you. You respect me. You're loyal to me. I'm loyal to you. You love me and I love you. And that's that. There's no hidden agenda behind creating a relationship or being in this family. There's no, well, what can I get out of being in this family? You can't be in my family if that's the type of individual that you are. And I'm going to walk away from you. I have a blood brother that I'm related to that I don't speak to because his definition of what it is to be family does not align with my definition of what family is. And there's no beef. There's no hard feelings. It's just, he's not for me and he's not part of my close knit family. That's it. Some individuals, they feel like because they don't have a, a close knit relationship with you, that there's beef. And it's like, no, there's no beef. It's just, you're not for me. Especially if you're the individual who always enables the negative toxic behaviors. I don't want to be around that. When I was younger, was I around toxic stuff? Did I partake and I, and I was toxic? Of course. But as I mature and as I get older, as my kids get older, it's just certain things that I don't want my children to be a part of. And I don't want my children to be a part of any toxic family situation or any toxic relative because they don't have to put up with that. I have four children, one daughter, three sons, and I want them to be very close real close and always in communication with each other, speaking to each other. And for the most part, they are. My two oldest are young adults, well, three oldest are young adults. My third child just turned 18, but you know, he's still a teenager, but by law, he's a, a young adult and they have their own bond. You know, they text and call and speak to each other. Again, you know, when they, they, they talk about me, which I'm sure all siblings talk about their parents, they talk about me in third person, by the way. So there'll be somewhere like you spoke to your mother or your mother called you and stuff like that. But that doesn't bother me. But I love how they reach out to one another, you know, to have that relationship and they speak to each other on their own. They might talk shit about me if they felt like I said or did something they don't like. And I don't get upset about it because they're entitled to their feelings and they're entitled to express how they feel as long as it's respectful. The disrespect, I'm not tolerating it. I will knock one of their heads off for disrespecting me. And they know this, the young adults also. So again, my family dynamic and what it means to be a part of my family is no, it's not people that are blood related to me. Individuals that I consider family, 
for the most part, I think of the individuals that are in my close knit family, only two of them are blood related to me. Everyone else are, is friends that became family because it was certain things. Again, they gave the genuine love. They give the loyalty and the respect. My niece mother, that's my sister. She's my sister. She's my family. Again, love, respect, loyalty. And again, we hold each other accountable. That's a big thing. If I'm having a conversation with my sister, you know, I'm telling her something and she feels like I was wrong about something, she's going to be like, the way you approach the situation could have been better or maybe you, you, maybe you shouldn't have said that or X, Y, and Z. There's a level of respect that we have for one another and there's a level of accountability that we all have for one another. So that's what, that's what goes on in my family that I created. I have a bunch of relatives that just, they're just related to me through blood and we don't have a relationship and don't ever confuse it that I feel some type of way because I don't have a relationship with them because I do not, because they don't fit under my umbrella or my family dynamic of what it is to be family. So at the end of the day, there's no beef. It's just they're not a part of my family. They're just my relatives. So there's a lot of individuals, I'm sure, and a lot of families who feel that way. And sometimes you have to X out or you have to walk away from, it might be your mother. It might be your grandmother. It might be your father. It might be your sibling. Does it make you wrong? No, it does not. You are entitled to walk away from anyone who threatens your sense of peace, self-respect, values, morals, or self-worth. And again, sometimes it's the people that birthed us or a grandparent, or a sibling. It doesn't make you less of a person or it doesn't make you the bad guy because you choose you. You have to choose you first. And you can create your own family dynamic. There's nothing wrong with that. You have to do what makes you happy. We can't choose the people that we're related to, but we can choose the families that we create. Understand that. No, we cannot choose the people that we're related to, but we can choose the families that we create. So families are one thing, relatives are another thing. And again, this is all my independent opinion of things based off of me growing up and my life and certain things like that. It just, this does not mean like, oh, it's set in stone. This is just how I choose to operate and how I choose to live my life. Family and relatives, two separate things. Your family are individuals who genuinely love you, they're loyal to you and they respect you. Relatives, only related by blood. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Is It Just Me podcast. Next week, we're going to discuss fashion. For those of you that know me, you guys know, fashion is something that, like, that is my thing. Like, I love to discuss fashion and just different things. We're going to discuss fashion versus style, the latest fashion trends, which I don't really follow the fashion trends, but that's topic for next week that we're going to discuss and how fashion normally repeats itself every 15 to maybe 20 years. Thanks for listening to the Is It Just Me podcast. I hope you join me next week.